0: If you want to support the show, please visit our webpage, thebittersweetlife.net, and click the donation button. Additionally, if you're interested in sponsoring the program and reaching thousands of people all over the world, send us an email at mail.com. That's bittersweetlife@mail.com. Welcome to Rome. This is The Bittersweet Life with Katie Sewell and Tiffany Parks. Hello, this is The Bittersweet Life. I'm Katie Sewell. I'm Tiffany Parks. And Tiffany sounds different today because Tiffany, you are at last, at last, after weeks of delay in your new house.
1: Months of delay, I think. (laughs) Right? Seriously? I can hardly believe it myself. I honestly, I started to think that it was never going to happen. I really started to think, mm, I'm never going to live there. It's never going to happen. I'm always going to live at my in-laws <laughs> for the rest of my life.
0: <laughs> you will just be paying the expense of a new condo. You won't actually get to live in it.
1: Exactly. Every single week, it was that next week we'll move in. Next week. And then that week would arrive. No next week. No next week. It finally happened. And I'm breathing a huge sigh of relief.
0: Yeah, it was almost sort of a purgatory, really. like it was. To make the house all the more... Savorable. Since you were a little reluctant to live there in the first place and move out of your beloved neighborhood, Trastevere, the purgatory of living with your in-laws for so long, perhaps has shaped how you now feel about the new place.
1: Oh, I think so. I think definitely. Yeah. I I was reluctant about the, not the neighborhood, but the sort of area of the city. It's quite far out. Um, But now, yeah, I mean, I still miss Trastevere. I'm not going to lie. But I forgot what it was like to have my own space. I really, for a while there, it was almost six months, Katie. (laughs) Six months. That's half of a year. That's almost half of my baby's life. Wow. What was so hard about it, and I think that this, even though, you know, we're kind of doing a personal chat today, we're not necessarily tackling any expat specific topics, I think that this can be an expat issue, the whole issue of living in limbo, living in a place that's not your own. Even if you're living by yourself, it still might not be your own place, like the situation that you were in when you lived in Rome, Mm -hmm. or you might be living with a bunch of roommates that you don't get along with, or you might be staying at a relative's house or staying at a friend of a friend's. And sometimes you don't know how long that's going to go on and you don't know where you're going to go next even though I knew where I was going, at least I hoped. I knew, <laughs> it's like living like purgatory, like you said, but in this case, I felt like it was living in limbo. Like I couldn't do anything. I couldn't go on with my life. My life was stuck. It was stalled. Yeah. It was on pause. And I felt like I couldn't do anything new. Like I couldn't start any projects. First of all, because I didn't have any of my stuff. Right. <laughs> I felt so stuck. And when you don't have your own home in your own space, it's very difficult to be like, okay, I'm going to get some work done tonight at my computer at my desk. Yeah, yeah. You don't have a desk and maybe you don't even have a computer because my little dinky notebook computer just basically... Gave up, (laughs) gave up the ghost.
0: And I think anybody who's been listening to this podcast knows how many technical issues we've had in the last couple of months because of the fact that you're at your in-laws. Yes.
1: Not so there's that too. And I, I really apologize for that. And those of you who have stuck with us, I commend you and I thank you. And I (laughs) promise that it will get better.
0: You will appear more often. Yes.
1: And hopefully my voice will sound better as well.
0: Yeah, that's the hope. That's the ending goal. And right now you're sitting in a, what, half put together room, basically.
1: Yes, I'm sitting in my study, which is the room in the house. In Italy, they don't use a different word for house and apartment. Everything is a house, but it's an apartment. This is the only room that's really still not put together. We've got a big desk, which is covered in documents, files, newspapers, magazines. It's just a huge, giant. For someone like me who is an organization freak, its I can barely look at it. Um, we've got our piano and a couple chairs and a couple guitars, and that's about it. So that's why I might sound echoey right now. Yes,
0: yes. We'll have to work on your sound quality over time, right? Once you're settled in. Yes, yes. I think it's a good point, though, about that not being able to pick your space. I feel like Even if you have never lived abroad, I feel like maybe this isn't universal. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I feel like everyone at one point has maybe rented an apartment and found maybe two, three months in that it just wasn't vibing with them for whatever reason, that they picked the wrong spot. Mm -hmm. Like for whatever reason, their brains just couldn't settle in that place. Yeah. Like you said, you end up with a roommate that, maybe it works out well for a little while, but over time, you just feel like I can't concentrate with this person around. Mm -hmm. And I guess the hope is that you don't end up marrying one of those people, Oh gosh, (laughs) or something like that. Some more permanent thing, like once you're on the road traveling with a person, somewhere along the way, you realize that this was not a great travel companion for me to pick. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I hear what you're saying about not being able to concentrate and feeling like you can't move forward
1: yeah, it's not even just about concentration. It's everything. It's about not having your own space, even just to be alone just for first, I mean, it's already hard when you're a new mother to to find time to be alone anyway. right. When you're living with a bunch of people and it's not your own home and you don't have your really your own room. It's hard to say the least. I wonder if there are people out there. I'm sure there are people out there who are just really good at making whatever place they're in their home for the moment, Yeah. not letting it put them on pause. I mean, I think about, let's say my first year in college when I was in a dorm. I mean, a dorm is not an ideal living situation. No. <laughs> it's very small. It's usually very messy and cluttered. And and then you've got this other person in there sharing a very small amount of space. You don't even have your own bathroom usually. And I'm thinking back about my own first year in college and, like, how I dealt with that, trying to remember. But, you know, I think that some people probably can be like, okay, this is where I am right now, and this is just going to make the best of it. Whereas other people, like myself, I think, might have a hard time ever getting used to that. And so feeling like, okay, this is temporary.
0: Not forever. You will one day move into your apartment. But I
1: don't think that's necessarily a good thing because I think that it's important that even if it's just a week, even if you're at a hotel, I know when I go to a hotel, uh, and this is kind of the opposite maybe of what I just said but uh, about myself, but <laughs> whenever I go to a hotel, I take, you know how the hotels... Most of them have like little brochures everywhere and like pens and notebooks and all of their hotel-y stuff. Like they've got like the TV guide and they've got the menu and stuff. Whenever I get to a hotel, I hide all of that stuff. I find a drawer, I take all of that stuff and I just put it in the drawer because I don't want to look at it. Yeah, Because I want to feel like for that day or week or whatever, however long I'm there, that I'm... I don't want to say in my own home, because obviously it's not my home, but I'm in a place that I'm going to make my home for that week. Yeah.
0: You remember the episode we did with that interior designer? Yes. I think the episode was called Design. Mm-hmm. I do remember that she had suggested that if you were going to be in a hotel for any period of time, that even just going and buying a flower and sticking it in a cup would make the room feel more personal.
1: Yes. Now that you say that, it's that episode is coming back to me. And she did talk a lot about how to make a space your own, even if it's a very
0: temporary situation. What did you do in your first moment that you felt alone in your new place?
1: I don't know. I probably slept. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I don't know. I know. You know what I did? I took a shower. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that mothers of young children probably can um, relate that Showering is one of like the few moments that you truly are alone. And I savor showers so much because I, because if I'm not in the shower, obviously and now I'm back at work, obviously. So I, there is a lot of the day that I'm not with my son, but when I'm home, I'm usually with him unless he's sleeping, but then there's always the chance that he's going to wake up any second because you all know he doesn't sleep very well. So um, whenever I'm in the shower, you know, Cloudy always knows he's on like Aurelio duty. So I just really take
0: advantage of that. Your showers have gone from five minutes to 25. Yeah. I have to
1: tell you, my shower here is unbelievable.
0: Really? It's
1: amazing. It's like spa level shower. Wow. Yeah. So that's one big, big plus, uh, an improvement over my last place.
0: Yeah, yeah. You've traded in a small, tiny apartment in the heart of ancient Rome to uh, to be in a larger, nicer spot on the outskirts of Rome. Right? Yeah,
1: on the outskirts. It's a trade-off. You know, you, you can't have everything, at least not, unless you're filthy rich. <laughs> <So> <laughs> right. Until that day, yeah. It, this is a new chapter. It's a new lifestyle, and... I am going to see how it
0: goes. And <laughs> and with this new chapter comes a pretty exciting announcement. Yeah, yeah, it does. I know it. <laughs> I know it. And I've been gritting my teeth for weeks not to mention it <laughs> when we're taping accidentally. But now uh, we've come to a spot where you feel like you can actually share with everybody the big news, which yeah. is, should we just sit here in silence for a moment to let the anticipation amp? <laughs> I, I, the big if news. If you think that anyone
1: cares enough, then uh, then definitely.
0: Um, let's the eliminate is... all the things it's not. No, I'm just yeah, <laughs> Let's go down the list. It's not, it's another, not baby. another baby. It's not a move to France. No, <laughs> no just not kidding. yet. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll shut up.
1: <laughs> well, my book that I've been working on for many many years, and I've mentioned a few times on the podcast, is going to be published. Yay! By HarperCollins Children's Books. So. I am extremely excited about that. It's my biggest goal I've ever had that I have achieved. I've had other really, really big goals that I haven't achieved. <laughs> this is probably the biggest goal I've ever achieved. And okay, it hasn't happened yet. The The book is not published yet, but I have the book deal. The contract has been signed by all parties. So it looks like it's
0: full steam ahead. Yeah, do you know when it's going to be published?
1: Yes. Um it is slated for publication in the spring of 2018, which my mom says seems like forever away. It does. <laughs> and she doesn't understand why it's so long from now. So I have explained that the publishing industry is a very slow industry and things take a lot of time. It's totally normal to have a book To get a book deal for two years out,
0: and do you have any idea what the final title of the book is going to be?
1: You know, I don't. My editor, which is such an exciting thing to say, my editor. (laughs) Every time I say it, I get like a little like I get goosebumps. Um, So my editor, she wants a new title. That's okay with me, and we are still discussing it. We haven't. I'm sort of brainstorming, and then um, she will have the sort of final veto. On the title, but I'm sure that we'll come up with something that we both agree on. So that's still up in the air. And I think book titles are a real challenge. We all know those amazing book titles. You know, we've all heard of books that just, they just have the greatest titles and you want to have one of those books, you know?
0: Do you have a book that's like that? What's your favorite title?
1: Oh, I, you know, now that I say that you're like, "I I don't know. I just read a book called the end of Mr. Y, which I thought is a great title.
0: Yeah. I'm currently reading The Unbearable Lightness of Being. Hey, there you go. That's a great title. That
1: is a title. That is a title. I found that book to be actually unbearable. Really?
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't
1: like it. But that doesn't mean it's not an amazing book. It's just my personal taste and probably my thickness or something.
0: Do you remember what you didn't like about it?
1: It didn't seem to go anywhere i don't know i felt very i'm not gonna sit here and critique the unbearable lightness of being a masterpiece such as that <laughs> no it wasn't my taste i guess
0: yeah are you liking it i am liking it yeah okay i am it's it's fitting my mood okay so sometimes a book just has to fit your mood mm-hmm. but let me go back to yours really quick what is the current working title of your book
1: The title that I gave it is Beatrice and the Legend of the Turtle Fountain. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: It is a middle grade novel and a lot of middle grade books start with the name of the protagonist and then another big sort of part of the book, like Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, just to throw out an example. Yeah, right. I was never in love with that title, but... I couldn't come up with anything better. My editor thinks it's a little old-fashioned. And so I'm happy to look for a, a little bit more fresh... Trendy title.
0: Hmm. Should we invite nominations? Do you want to give a, a quick synopsis of what the book is about, and we'll we could invite listeners to submit their title recommendations.
1: Okay, that sounds fun. Maybe I'll. Okay. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll <laughs> have a great idea, a great suggestion. Yeah, this is
0: your chance to end up in the thank yous that yes. Tiffany writes. Oh yes,
1: if you <laughs> name my book, I will absolutely put you in the acknowledgement page. Awesome.
0: So, um,
1: very briefly, the book is about a an adolescent American girl who moves to Rome with her father, very reluctantly at first, but she quickly becomes involved in a mystery that has to do with the turtles on the turtle fountain. I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with the amazing, beautiful, wonderful turtle fountain that Katie and I both adore in Rome, but uh, the turtles on top are supposedly the work of Bernini. So she witnesses these turtles stolen and she is the only person who can really solve the mystery. So she has to start investigating. So that's the very, very loose synopsis. So if you can think of something to do with that, yes, go for it. Her name is Beatrice. I would love to get the word Rome in the title somehow, or something that calls to mind Rome.
0: Yes. And how important do you think it is that the turtles remain in the title at this point?
1: Um, I don't necessarily know that it's that important, it could go either way. I'd like Rome to be in the title, but again, I'm I'm having having a hard time figuring out how.
0: Right. Okay. So we welcome your nominations. You can send them to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash bittersweetlifepodcast. Or you can email us bittersweetlife at mail.com. M-A-I-L. Or you can tweet us. Or you can tweet us. You can always tweet us. I know.
1: At bittersweetpod.com. Is that right? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Hashtag (laughs) Tiffany's book title. Okay. There
1: you go. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. That would be great. I would love to see what people would come up with because yeah, it is a head scratcher. I've read two different versions of this book.
1: you also gave me some amazing, amazing advice and feedback, by the way. Oh, thank you. So thank you for that.
0: I still would struggle to know exactly what to name it. So maybe I'll have to give it some thought and throw a few out there too please do please do we could also mention that Beatrice is a redhead yes that influences any title Uh she's a
1: redhead like Aurelio yes little did I know when I invented redheaded Beatrice that I would have a redhead of my own
0: so interesting well that is so exciting now that you're in the new place you have this amazing life goal of a book deal in your hands do you feel like the possibilities for what are coming up in your life do they seem grander? I feel
1: like it can't but signal good things to come. I mean, I've had a lot of really wonderful things happen in the past two years, including, of course, my son and uh, buying a home.
0: And your friend Katie living in Rome. My friend Katie. Well, that was that was more than... I think
1: that was more than two years ago now.
0: That's probably when true. When did you leave? You left in September of 2014. 14. Yes. Uh, I think we actually left in August. August, Yeah.
1: No, you left in July. I don't remember. June, it was even. so
0: long ago. I don't even know.
1: You have been gone for more than two years. How depressing is that? Well, it's just amazing how fast time goes. It's Anyway, it's been a couple of really amazing years. I've had some good luck, I have to say, but also some hard work and, uh, and all that good stuff. So I'm going to try to stay on this momentum. But the strange thing is that despite a couple of really wonderful things. I've also had some really difficult Mm. moments. (laughs) As you all know, (laughs) living with my (laughs) in-laws for six months Um, and other things that maybe I haven't gone into. It's amazing how you can have some really, really great things going on and yet you can still be struggling and still be having a hard time. So it's never, you know, all rosy or all black, you
0: know, it's always a mixture of the two I believe that's true that is such a bigger topic we should actually talk about that (laughs) in one of these episodes yeah seeing the the positives among the negatives or if you tend to be more pessimistic or optimistic when you're facing challenges like are you seeing all the good little incremental steps that are happening or are you only seeing the fact that you're not where you want to be mm-hmm That's a big question I ask myself constantly. And I think I tend toward pessimism a little Mm -hmm. bit, unfortunately. But I am trying to figure that out. So, yeah, maybe we should um, pick that up at some point, huh?
1: Okay, sounds like a good idea.
0: I've already been gone from Rome for over two years. Why does it still feel like I'm adjusting to the fact that I did that still? You know, how long does the adjustment of former expat last also maybe it's for life and I feel like we've brought that up a number of times too
1: it might be for life for not everyone but for a lot of people it's a life-changing experience so it's going to color the rest of your life yeah not necessarily in a bad way but it
0: made a difference yeah we have some great emails from listeners about that that I'd love to share in fact I think we should do a whole episode sometime where we read different emails that we've gotten and respond to the different topics that they're bringing up great idea i think we should do that in the next couple of weeks okay yeah? so if there's something some reflection something you've gotten out of the show too you could send us email and maybe you'll be a part of that episode that would be fun yeah and for those of you who have already written you can look forward to maybe being a part of that episode wow so many promises. You can name <laughs> Tiffany's book. You can be on the podcast. Yeah, we already opened Amazing. up naming
1: the baby. Remember, we we, we allow people to come up with names for the baby as well. That was fun. Yeah.
0: Name the baby.
1: So now it's name the book. Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> so if I didn't pick your name for the baby, maybe I'll pick it for the
0: book. All right. Well, we should leave it there because we're <laughs> cobbling this together in very difficult technical ways and soon we'll be on a solid footing. But taping together tonight has been a challenge so you've heard a nice concise episode hopefully but you have no idea how many times we've been connected disconnected connected disconnected because of um, Mm. internet (laughs) issues and all this stuff so let's leave it there and until next time this is the bittersweet life i'm katie sewell i'm tiffany parks next week perhaps we'll have a much better sounding show but until then thank you all for sticking with us and we'll talk to you soon bye we welcome your questions and your feedback reach the show by emailing bittersweetlife at mail.com that's bittersweetlife at mail.com